and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is January 1st, 2017. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? First of all, of course, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2017. May it be full of delights and whimsy and whatnot for you. Uh, we took a little break here for the holidays. Um, learned over the holidays that, uh, you know, putting together toys and all that. That was a lot of fun. But a question that I now have is, why does every single item with batteries now require you to get a screwdriver to open up that door to retrieve or change the batteries? Were kids, like, routinely eating batteries, and this was a safety issue that was... How many kids could have been eating batteries? Not not more than eight. Not more than eight. And... And how many of those were, I don't, look, just bring back the snap open door and don't make me get a screwdriver so I can change out a machine that sounds like people tooting. Actual Christmas present. Actual Christmas present. All right. Anyway, let's get for, go forward and look at uh, the first funnies of 2017, shall we? Our uh, first comic of the day is Lynn Johnston's For Better or For Worse. In this episode, uh, Dad saying is uh, making the kids put together thank you notes and the kids are complaining, you know, saying, look, you know, if you care, if they care enough to send a gift, you should care enough to send a, a note. And they go, well, what about calling them on the phone? He says, no, no, it's not the same thing. Um, and they find the kids finally go, all right, fine, daddy. When you write a thank you letter, what do you say? And he says, I don't know. Your mother always does it for me. And the joke here is that the dad is trying to teach the children that they should send thank you notes and how important that is. And yet when it comes to doing so himself, he does not do it and lets his wife take on that responsibility, which, uh, which is highly hypocritical of him. That's the joke is that, that dad is a hypocrite. Our next comic of the day is Mel Lazarus's Mama, which still exists. Uh, in this episode, Mama is coming into Francis's house or apartment or wherever he lives. And the play, it's a complete mess. There's dishes in the sink. There's garbage with stink lines coming up out of it. Uh, there's garbage on the floor. There's stuff dripping off the shelf. Just, just, uh, it's, it's general detritus throughout the, the dwelling. And, uh, Mama goes, Oh my, look at this place. And she says, Francis, how many people did you have over here last night? And he goes, huh? And he's in bed. So, huh? What do you mean? The party was at Freddy's house. And the joke here is that Francis is a slovenly man child who cannot clean up his house and doesn't do so, for he is a lazy bones and a slacker and a ne'er do well. Our next comic of the day is Beetle Bailey by Mort, Greg, and Brian Walker, the Bro- the Walker Boys, working together to create this this bit of comedy. Uh, in this episode, Beetle is yelling for Sarge. He's going all over the place saying Sarge, Sarge, and finally, uh, Beetle finds him in the bathroom, and and Sarge says, "I should have known it was you. You know, you don't have to yell. Just tell me what you want in a calm voice, Beetle." And he and Beetle goes, oh, okay, great. I, I just want to see if I can get a pass tonight to town. And then Sarge screams no at him just so loudly that three, yes, three beads of sweat fly off of Beetle's face. The the words themselves are in all caps and orange and red, and they have 
lines around them indicating the movement of the words in the very space that they occupy. So he screams no at him. And the joke here is that he had just told Beetle to talk calmly and ask his question. But but Sarge himself himself is is yelling. So again, it's the hypocrisy that we have seen previously and for better or for worse. Um that it's present there. Whew. Okay. Um and by the way, I'd like to take a moment to I I forgot to tell you my New Year's resolution is that this year I'm going to strive to not get unduly angry at the family circus. So we'll see. We'll just just see how long how long that lasts. You can probably guess. Our next comic of the day is Hank Ketchum's Dennis the Menace. And uh, this episode is called Bending, Dragging, and Jumping. Because as you know, the Sunday comic of Dennis has its own little title. In this episode, Mr. Wilson is sleeping on, the, on his chair and Dennis is concerned because Dennis is over at his neighbor's house because his parents foist him off on them constantly and do not care that he is not home. They are happy that he is bothering the elderly neighbors. And um, so Dennis goes and talks to Mrs. Wilson and says, Hey, why does Mr. Wilson sleep all day? And Mrs. Wilson goes, Well, he's active. For example, he gets worked up over breakfast. He claims he bends over backwards to get the mail. And Dennis is envisioning Mr. Wilson doing these physical activities, which are not actually, that's the joke. They're not really physical activities. It's just figures of speech that one could think were physical activities, but they're not. So he says he bends over backwards to get the paper. Excuse me. Uh, He drags his heels to get to the mailbox. And then he jumps to conclusions and dances around the issues. And Dennis is seeing... Mr. Wilson doing all this jumping and dancing. He appears to be doing the the Lindsay hop, I think, or or that or the the thing where you shake your finger and leap around. I that, maybe it's a jitterbug. I don't. It's some some dance from the 1920s. Uh, but anyway, so she goes through all that, and then Ms., then Dennis goes and looks at him again and goes, "Man, for all that activity, you'd think you'd be in better shape." <laughs> the joke here, of course, is that Mr. Wilson wasn't actually doing things that were active like. Dennis thought, and also that he is he is he is fat and sits, sleeps in his chair. So that's that's the joke. There is that Mr. Wilson um, is not active at all. It would seem. Our next comic of the day is Blondie by Dean something. <laughs> I can I, I should know the name by now. Let's say it's it's some kind of scribbling. Let's say it's Dean Young. Don't know if that's right or not. And, of course, former Supreme Court Justice John Marshall. In this episode, uh, Dagwood gathers the family in the kitchen because he wants to show them something. And he has put a sign on the kitchen, the, the, the refrigerator, that says, Eat Healthy. And he goes, All right, here's my resolution. I'm going to eat healthy. And he opens the refrigerator and goes, And inside there's a reminder. And there's another sign that says, Eat Healthy. And he goes, Wait, wait, wait. That's not all. I will give each and every one of you a $100 bill if I break my resolution, which is to eat only healthy foods in the new year. And then Blondie goes, Well, wait. What about all those leftover meatballs that you're going to use to make hoagies? And then... In the final panel, the kids are walking out with crisp $100 bills in their hands going, man, that was easy. I hope he makes that resolution every year. The joke here is that Dagwood loves food that is bad for him. And when faced 
with the conflicts between meatballs and his will, the meatballs will overcome that will every single time because Dagwood Dagwood is a foodie. Not well, not really a foodie. He likes to eat bad food. And that's his that's his raison d'etre. Or however you pronounce that. I do not know French. Je ne sais quoi. That is the joke. Our next comic of the day is Mutts by Patrick McDonald. And all right, in this episode, the cat is carrying a number, a giant number six, and he says, "Out with the old," and he leaves the panel. And he comes back with a giant number seven and says, "In with the new." And the final panel simply says, "Happy New Year, copyright 2017." There's a giant, enormous copyright symbol next to the 2017 which is also large because because I guess they're concerned that someone's going to steal this hilarious joke so he's been changing out the 6 for the 7 in the 2017 oh and I'm sorry I left out one thing it says happy new year and the cat says yes because he he lisps occasionally and there is no joke he has literally just changed a number in a giant piece of lettering or numbering so that 2016 is now 2017 because today is New Year's Day and it's a new year and that is the whole joke present in Mutz. And now we come to the family, oh, the family circus. I'm excited because often, you know, it's delightful and we get some some humor and some insight. So this is, this is oh God, it's year-end rememberies. Not memories, year end rememberies with the family circus. Uh, the first remembery, which I think is it's like a clip show. They're showing old strips or whatever. For the whatever. In the first episode, um, Billy is talking to the grandma with giant white hair and no eyes. And he's saying, oh, and he's holding a phone. He goes, oh, watch out, grandma. Don't step on that weedle. I got to catch him in my pokeball. Because Pokemon was a big thing for like 20 minutes in, in 2016. And this shows, this proves that they're not just phoning in comics from 1954. So that because we, we reference Pokemon, we know that in 2016 it was a, a new and exciting comic. And then in the next Remembery, the, uh, Dolly is talking to Mommy and goes, But how do you know that you never know what? But how do you know that you never know what's going to happen? I don't, because I don't, I don't even. I guess Mom said you never know what's going to happen, and Dolly goes, "Well, how do you know you don't know?" And uh, you know, we don't know what we know, or we like it's like she's Donald Rumsfeld or something. And then uh, in the next one, next remembery, Dolly's talking to, to little 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 Jeffy um, and. Uh, she's talking to somebody off screen. Little Jeffy's up on the dresser and she's saying, you can take our picture in a minute, mommy, but first we need to check our selfies in the mirror because they're just looking at their reflection in the mirror, which is themselves, but they're using a current term because everybody's making selfies now. And so when you look in the mirror, you're checking your selfie. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, and then the next one, uh, they're talking to dad and, and they say, uh, this is this is 
this is just Jeffy. Is it true that when you were a kid, people were smarter than the phones? Oh, look, it's another modern reference because today we have smartphones and everybody's got their smartphone. But in a, it was a, in a simpler time that dad would remember because it wasn't actually that long ago. People were smarter than their phones. So that's the final, um, Finally, the the next the last remembery is the the kids are all talking to mom who's scowling at them and they're saying, "Oh, sorry, we thought you just wanted us to." to I'm sorry, I thought you just wanted to know if we could play more quietly, not if you are actually going. Not that she, when she said, "Could you play more quietly?" She meant, "Hey, kids, play more quietly." The kids interpreted that as saying, yeah, answering, yes, we could play more quietly, but we're not going to play more quietly because we are we are an awful brood that is noisome and bothersome and othersome. Some with with fill in the other. I don't know what other some there is, but there that's it that's re- resolution broken. Ha Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. That's all the time we have for the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Until next time, see you in the funny papers. The Howling Monkey Reads the Comics is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright, Law Dog Productions, LLC. For further information, check us out at www.thehowlingmonkey.com. Or if you have comments or questions, write to joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. Finally, if you'd like to support this podcast please do so on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We're at patreon.com backslash the Howling Monkey.